Holy malted milk balls. Hey, everybody. It is me, Harlan Williams. How are you today? How are you today? I hope you're doing good. I'm doing good. So that's the first half of the equation. And now the second half is for you to be doing good so we complete the halves and make a whole. And if you're not feeling good yet, hopefully the whole reason we do this podcast is to make you feel good. So hopefully by the end of the podcast, you complete the whole and you're the half and you feel good. Okay. And if you don't feel good, just whistle. Yeah, that's something people don't do much anymore. We're going to be talking about whistling and uh, the the interesting places that whistling shows up. Um, We are going to be doing a new segment today. Charles Parsley has started an exciting new uh, interview series called the the Parsley Papers. So he's got Angelina Jolie as his first interview. Wait till you hear this sex-charged interview, man. Charles Parsley, uh, we're going to be getting into lard, uh, loud car speakers. Yeah. And then uh, are you a good lay? I don't know. Maybe. And then I'm going to Chinatown. Come with me. We're going to have fun right here on the Harland Highway. Welcome to the Harland Highway. Relax. Get ready to have fun. Ow! What we've got here is... Failure to communicate. One cheeseburger with everything coming up. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. This is Harland Williams. I'm a human being. God damn it. Hey, everybody. This is Harland Williams here on the Harland Highway with you. Did you have a good day? Are you feeling groovy? Hmm? Are you feeling happy like you want to go home and slap a couple of Eggo waffles on your eyes and watch the world through Eggo vision glasses? Or did you have a crummy day? Are you in a bad, bad mood? Well, here's something you can do when you've had a bad day. And I'm not talking about what most people do. They go and get a shot of whiskey or they have a cigarette or they take a nap or they yell at their kids to get out their frustrations. Do something that isn't done much anymore. You rarely see it. But it's a it's a it's 100% cure for having a crummy day. Try skipping down the street whistling and just waving at people. Huh? Come on, you know what I mean. Just skipping down the street whistling. Huh? Just waving hi everybody. Hey, hi Mr. Smith. And throwing a Merry Christmas just for fun. Even though it's nowhere near Christmas, it just makes you feel better. Oh, so pull over, find a nice crowded street, do some skipping and whistling. Hi, Mr. Jim. What's that? Well, up yours too, Mr. Jim. Keep a happy face on here, people, on the Harland Highway. Yeah, whistling. Um, Is it an art form? Is it a lost art form? Do you like it? Is it annoying? 
Um, here's a place where whistling shows up that you might not traditionally think about whistling. But I'm willing to bet that this whistling is pleasant to your ears and you dig it. Like I said, uh, take a listen. Right? There it is. Rock and roll. One of the heaviest bands in the world. One of the most rockinest bands in the world. There's Axl Rose whistling Patience from his band Guns N' Roses. Look at that. Shed a tear cause I'm missing you and I think I'll puke my guts out. See, it's just kind of weird, right? Something as gentle and soft as whistling in some rock tunes. Here's here's some more you might not think is there, but it's there. It's kind of subtle, but it's there. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, but yeah, there's some more, some old Super Tramp whistling for ya. Um, and uh, here's something a little more modern that was kind of on the charts uh, within the last few years. Um, something a little hip, a little funky. You might know this. Cheese, would you put me in Wonder Bread? Would you grill me up and eat my head? What, wait, what, sorry, I got carried away with the whistling. And then sometimes the whistling is in there subtly, and uh, there's one song by Elton John, Benny and the Jets, where it sounds like it's a live concert, but I don't know if it was all engineered in a studio or not. And in the crowd of the live audience, you can hear a guy who's got a really loud whistle. He's like, (whistles) 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 he's doing that thing. But if you listen to the song and you listen to the beats and you listen to the way it's metered out, it almost feels like the whistles land at too perfect a spot and they're reoccurring. And I just don't feel like some drunk guy cracked out on weed 
in 1967 uh, you know, at an Elton John concert, had the coordination to time his whistles so that they fit into the uh, the pacing of this song so seamlessly. So I don't have the answer. Could be random whistling, or maybe they dropped it in. But even though it's subtle and it just pops up here and there, for some reason to me, it is a very intricate part of this song, and that whistling has always stood out in my head. Have a listen. I'll play a few uh, segments. Okay, here comes the first one. Right there. You hear it? Now here comes a bigger one. Right there. Right? It just just sounded too good. And I could be wrong. But let's listen. There's a few more. Here they come. Are they random? I don't know. And then here comes the one that's always stuck in my head. Listen. That one right there. Is it real? Is there a real guy with no shirt on? With long hair and blue jeans, bell bottoms, sweaty, in the crowd. (whistles) Or whatever he did. I don't know. I always, I I just feel like that is such a perfectly placed whistle. Oh, 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 See, I, it, it's so convincing out of Charles Nelson Riley attack. And then what about this famous song that came out as the political landscape of the world was changing in Europe when the wall came down in East Germany? Oh, I like this one. See, now this one actually has special meaning for me because I was in East Berlin and West Berlin in Germany when this wall came down. So every time I hear this song, it takes me back to that place. I actually was in East Berlin when the wall was still up, and then I went back there when they started tearing the wall down. And I actually took a mallet and a chisel and uh, chopped out a piece of that wall. I spray-painted the Canadian flag on the Berlin Wall. Can you believe it? And uh, had I done that a month uh, earlier, I would have been shot on the spot. So there's some more rock and roll whistling for you. The Scorpions, the winds of change, okay? And, you know, there's all kinds of songs out there with the whistling. 
but one of the all-time best. And uh, this wasn't a rock and roll song, but it was a movie theme song. You gotta love it. It's a classic. It conjures up so much imagery, and uh, you know it. You love it, and uh, it's uh, well. Let's just play it, and you'll pick it off immediately. Oh, that is some haunting whistling right there. The old Clint Eastwood Westerns, Spaghetti Westerns. The good, the bad, the ugly for a few dollars more. Hang them high. Oh. Love it. Talk about a evoking a mood or a vibe or a feeling. That is some all-time classic whistling so there you go that's just you know a few examples of uh some whistling and uh you know i obviously couldn't get to all the songs but i bet there's a lot more rock and roll tunes out there with some secret whistling in them and uh you know if you think of any uh shoot me a line at harlowilliams.com and when we get enough maybe we'll do another little montage a montage, darling, of the old uh, rock and roll whistles. Oh, and speaking of uh, listening to music, um, do a lot of you listen to your music in your vehicles? Do you like to crank up the sound really loud? Uh-huh. Okay, it can be loud, but not too loud. Okay? Some of you people out there with the... What do you got in your... It sounds like some of you got Studio 54 in the back of your car. You ever have that? You're sitting in your backyard, having a barbecue, or you're in your apartment on the 94th floor, and you can hear that bass pumping? Sounds like a T-Rex is clumping down the street. The water in your glass starts vibrating like Jurassic Park. You know what I'm talking about. Where's, you, where's my Roger King? Give me some bass, Roger. Come on, where, where's my Roger King at? Come on, where's my DJ? G- give me some of that bass. Give me some of that loud bass. Yeah, give me some bass, man. Give me some of that green mild bass. Take my bass, boss. Oh, my God. It, ra- it rattles the bones, man. Some of these stereos, it's like you can see the joints of the car, like, coming off. Side panels, hubcaps. They're wailing down the road listening to Snoop Dogg or, I don't know, who do you listen to? Jimmy Crack Corn and I don't care? Speakers are out of control. Telling you, man. I pulled up at the light the other day. Can the speakers get any louder? I'm sitting at a light, waiting for it to turn green. Okay. All I can hear is, give me some of that more bass, Roger. This is all I can hear. I'm sitting at the light, waiting for it to turn green. This is what I hear. Okay, you hear that? I look next to me. I turn and look next to me. There's some kid driving a speaker. 
Okay? Forget about the cut. That's what it's come to now. They're just driving big speakers around. They're not even riding on wheels. They're hovering on sound waves. They're hovering right over the pavement. The volume of their speakers is keeping them airborne. Oh, turn down the volume, people. Except when you're listening to me, Harland Williams, here on the very loud Harland Highway. Hello, everybody. I'm Charles Parsley, and this is the Parsley Papers. Hello, I'm Charles Parsley here interviewing actress Angelina Jolie. Let's not waste any time. Let's get right to the questions. Angelina, did you or have you made love to podcast host Harlan Williams? Yeah, I, I was... Um... I was six months pregnant. That is horrific. How can one even imagine having sex with Harlan Williams when one is six months pregnant? It was so hard not to imagine, my God. My God, revolting. Was he at least intimate, Angelina Jolie? Yes, he was very hands-on. Miss Jolie, people want to know if Harlan Williams was good in the sack. He was great, and, 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 um... And, and what? You seem to be floundering. What, what were you thinking at that moment? I thought, that's odd. What's odd? Is that how we're gonna do it? <laughs> and did it, you obviously did. Six months pregnant, disgusting, making love to podcast host... Harlan Williams, let's be candid, Angelina Jolie. Let me ask you one more time and an honest answer for our listeners all over the world. How was Harlan Williams in the sack, Angelina Jolie? It, it helped me to understand physically as a woman. But you're avoiding the question, how was Harlan Williams in the sack? He's, he's great. That's all we need to know, Angelina Jolie. We won't ask any more questions. Why would we? We just found out that Harland Williams, podcast host of the Harland Highway, is great in the sack. I'm Charles Parsley. This has been the Parsley Papers with actress, model, superstar Angelina Jolie. We'll see you next time here on the Harland Highway Parsley Papers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can, can you hear it? Can can you hear me gloating? Yeah, let's just sit in this for a minute. Ah, yes. Angelina Jolie thinks I'm good in the sack. La da da da. So, what are you doing with your life, gentlemen? Da da. La da ti Let me just put my feet up on the desk here. La da da. Oh, really? Nothing? Ha ha. Okay, interesting question. Are you good in the sack? Um, what what do you say? Do uh do people ask you? Do you tell people? Are you are you out on a date and do you uh you know the 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 sec the topic of sex comes up and you and a uh a p- potential partner are talking and do you like go, yeah, well, I'm you know, I'm great in the sack I mean are you, are you allowed to say that are you allowed to uh, toot your own horn pardon the pun say that again
Toot your own horn. Oh, thank you, pervert. Um, and uh, are you are you allowed to uh, ask your friends? Hey, Jim, what's what's your chick like, man? Is she great in the sack? Uh, excuse me. No, I just want to know, you know, for when you guys break up and stuff. It, I mean, it's it's a weird question. Who determines who? Who do you believe and and is great in the sack to one person, great in the sack to the other person? Right? Like, let's uh, let's say someone with uh, not a lot of experience is like, oh, my God, my boyfriend is so good in the sack. And the other girl's like, really? What does he do? Oh, my God. For the first time the other night, we did, like, doggy position. Who does that? I mean... That is, he is great in a sec. We must have done it like three minutes. So it's all perception, right? But what about you? What about you? Are you, maybe this is your chance. Maybe this is your chance to tell the world you're great in a sack and why. Uh, I dare you. I dare you. Here's the phone number, 888-500-2090. Yeah, you want to you wanna let us know if you're great in the sack? Don't get long-winded, but if you want to phone in and leave a message, because <laughs> you know I'm going to play some of them. And you can be serious, too. I'd like to hear someone just, you know, kind of toot their own horn, so to speak. And we'll be the judge. So there you go. Are you or aren't you? Good. Oh. In. The. Sacaroonie. Yeah. Good afternoon and a happy, merry shrimp fried rice to you, my friend. That's right. Shrimp. Fried rice. I've been thinking about Chinese food all day. You ever have one of those days where you're just thinking about it? Ooh, I want some of that Chinese food. Where do you go, huh? Do you go to Chinatown? Is that where you go? Do you even have a Chinatown? Some cities don't have Chinatowns. What's that all about? Where do the Chinese people go? Chinatowns are incredible. What a cultural treat they are. Love Chinatown. I was in San Francisco not too long ago. Man, do they have the Chinatown of all Chinatowns. I mean, wow. You can buy anything there, man. I bought three squids, a rattlesnake head, and some rhino fungus. Ha, you're wondering how my sex life is going. Look out. Ha, Viagra. I got squid, rattlesnake, and rhino parts, baby. Put your seatbelt on. It's going to be a bumpy night, sugar cane. So I'm in Chinatown, and the language, oh my gosh, the Chinese language. Everybody's speaking Chinese in Chinatown, and the language is, it's like a song, isn't it? Huh? The rhythm, the cadence. It just flows, that language. And I'm wandering through, you know, and everybody's speaking Chinese. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, I don't speak Chinese. But it's a funky sounding language. So I'm thinking, if I try to speak Chinese, I got to be saying something, right? I mean, all those noises and sounds, and I got to be saying something. 
They've got 9 million letters in their alphabet next to R30 or whatever it is. I gotta be. So I tried. I'm standing on a street corner and I'm like, I threw an extra on the end just for fun. I didn't know what I said. All of a sudden, some little kid ran up, gave me an egg salad sandwich. How about that? I tried it again. Some little old lady ran up through a karate star right in my throat. So the yin and the yang in Chinatown. I came out on top once and the other time I came out laying on the sidewalk with a puncture wound in my throat. But bless the different cultures... And all their ancient mysteries. Yeah, I really was in uh, Chinatown in San Francisco, and what a what a fascinating place! What a uh, what what a uh, community that that is just uh, so full of different uh, sights and sounds than you get when you're walking through any other community. And, uh, I mean, I'm not kidding when I tell you, uh, I was walking and all of a sudden, like a string of firecrackers went off on the sidewalk, like, you know, seven feet from me and actually were so loud. I had an earache and it, it actually hurt my eardrum. Um, not something you see normally where you just, if you're just walking around in any other neighborhood, there's no firecrackers suddenly. Um, there was suddenly uh, an old Chinese guy tucked in a door well on the street uh, playing a some kind of weird violin dental floss type of thing. It, it was it was a it was a, he had a bow and he had a little stand and then he had a string, just one string and he was like sawing back and forth. And I don't even know what that instrument's called, but it, it has a very haunting, uh, uh, you know, uh, Asian feeling to it. Very traditional, and uh, he was just, who knows what he was playing, but it sounded great. And, uh, you know, and then I stumbled across, uh, it was a, a gaggle of Chinese guys. I don't know if that's what you call it, a gaggle or a cluster or a Google. But there's a bunch of Chinese men, and they're right on the edge of the sidewalk, and they're all standing around, right? There's and when I say a gaggle, I mean there was probably close to twenty, twenty-five of them, and they're all kind of huddled around something. And I poke my way through, and two of the Chinese guys are sitting there on the curb playing some kind of uh, checkers or chess, or it wasn't Chinese checkers; it was like some board game I've never seen. And uh, the, all the guys surrounding them, it was like a like a, a wall of, of other Chinese men around the guys playing. Whenever it was the other guy's turn, the, uh, you know, the group would start yelling. They're like, oh, oh yeah, you know, they're just like, it's like pretend you had a coach on the sidelines at a soccer game or a football game. Like, come on, get in the end zone, get in the end zone, run, 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 you know, 
it, it's like it was like that, <laughs> but these guys were yelling directions at the uh, at the, the the these guys playing a board game. It would be the equivalent as if in English we were playing chess and people were like, "Move the pawn, move the pawn, go left, and get the queen out of there, get the queen out of there, watch out for the bishop." Watch out for the bishop. It's moving sideways. Oh, God, the bishop. It's moved diagonal, you idiot. So I'd never seen anything like it, and I was like, "This." Just listen to the voices. Listen to the the sounds. Listen to... So what I did is I actually recorded. I snuck up there with my cell phone and have a listen to some of the, the flurry of activity at I, I I can only call some ambiguous Chinese board game on the street. That's awesome. <laughs> and yeah, there's me coming in at the end all excited. That's awesome, man. I taped some Chinese guys playing some kind of board game. Man, that's awesome. But it was kind of awesome because, you know, it, it doesn't sound like there's like 25 guys there, but there was. And I kind of like, I was the white guy. I was like honky. And honky kind of just drifted into the middle of it. I just kind of, you know, just kind of like walked in, you know, it blended into the woodwork type of thing. They were so busy watching the game, they didn't really know I had drifted into their little circle, you know. And uh, it was fun, man. And just, I mean, just their, the, the language, the tone, the, the uh, cadence of it is is mesmerizing. It just, I love the sound of it. It's just like everything just, hold on, don't die, the way things drag on, right? It's like, imagine if we talked like that, you know? Let's say uh, I said, oh, he's a really good guy. I like what he's done with his family. They would be like, oh, he's a really good guy. I really like what he's done with his family. Right? I mean, it's just, it, it's uh, such a foreign thing to me. I almost, you know, I, I, I normally you'd go, hey, why don't you learn Chinese? And then you'll figure it out. But I kind of don't want to know Chinese. I, I like it that there's this weird language that sounds so alien to me. I mean, it's just it's kind of funky and cool and and different and fun, and uh, it was fun just for a minute to be part of the gang, part of the Chinese board game gang. Yeehaw! Oh boy. 
Well, as and as far as that goes, uh, speaking of uh, Chinese and Chinese food, I think it's time to say something that you know I have to say at the end of every podcast. But before I do, uh, don't forget, everybody, that uh, this weekend I will be in Tempe, Arizona at the uh, Improv in Arizona. That'll be Friday the 14th, 15th, and 16th. And then the following weekend in Minnesota at the House of Comedy, uh, the 20, 21st, 22nd in Minnesota, the House of Comedy. Get your tickets online, and uh, I look forward to seeing you there. That's it for today. And as they say in Chinatown, everybody, chicken chow mein, baby. And keep on whistling to those tunes. As you keep on trucking down the Harland Highway. Oh